0: Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. Or if you're new here, hello. Hi, welcome. My name is Kyle. This is actually not a normal upload that I have been doing for Vlogmas, but it is a podcast episode. I literally have not done a podcast episode in so freaking long. I- my YouTube channel. And I just thought the other day I was doing like some Instagram stories and I was just really like, I don't know, missing, sitting down, talking into my mic, just telling you guys how, I don't know, how I feel, like how my life's been going, just like any of that type of stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to film a podcast episode for my YouTube channel for Vlogmas. So here we are. This is what we're doing I decided that I would add some visuals to this one just because it is vlogmas and it's like video content every single day until Christmas so I'm like you know what I'm just gonna bite the bullet even though I'm literally in sweats I think that like having the whole visual content part behind it would just be kind of nice for the whole vlogmas side of everything that I'm doing anyways I literally don't know if that made any sense at all but We're here. This is what we're doing. I wanted to do a little catch up, kind of like chit chat with me because I feel like my life has changed so much in the past, uh, honestly, like two months since I've done my last podcast episode. It's literally been a hot minute, which is so crazy to me because I was on a roll. I was doing one podcast episode every single week for a couple of months And then now I kind of fell off that wagon and I literally was doing nothing for a few months with the whole podcast, but we're here, we're back better than ever, ready to start up again. Um, And yeah, today's just going to be like a little catch up, just chit chat, um, talk about everything that's going on in my life and just kind of see how i'm uh, like doing for the 2020 i don't know it's almost 2021 kind of crazy this year went by really really fast but also really really slow at the same time i feel like covid kind of made things go by so slow in the sense that like every day was the exact same as the day before because you're just staying home you're not really doing anything you're not going out you're not working So it was just very repetitious and in that sense slow, but then also 2020 went by really freaking fast. I feel like it was just like two, three months ago that I moved back home with my mom and started like working on my self-discovery journey or whatever it's called. (laughs) Um, But in reality, it was like a year and a bit ago. So that is honestly insane to me. And, um, yeah, I'm just, like, ready for the new year. I'm ready to see what 2021 brings us. Obviously, 2020 gave us lots of little presents, Um, COVID, <laughs> but I'm not salty at all, not salty at all. I had, like, one of the first COVID birthdays because my birthday is in March. Literally, we had been in lockdown or, like, COVID was started being a thing um like March 17th of 2020 and then my birthday is the 21st of March (laughs) so we were in legit lockdown and everyone was kind of like what the hell is COVID like I don't know what this is even and I'm like great I gotta celebrate my birthday in this but whatever honestly I didn't really miss much like I stopped drinking actually this year. I stopped in July. July 1st was actually my last drink which is kind of crazy to think about because I went from literally being an alcoholic and I don't mean that in like a funny way or anything. Like I know I'm kind of saying that with a smirk on my face and kind of giggling about it but seriously I was a mother forking alcoholic about a year and a half ago I was drinking every single day literally to forget and just to kind of have this alter personality or like alter person come out and I didn't really have any responsibilities I didn't have any issues when I was this different person so alcohol was honestly like this escape and it just made everything I don't know. It made everything disappear that I was dealing with. And then obviously you go to bed, you're absolutely hammered and you wake up the next morning, you got to go to work. I had three jobs. I was busting my butt to try and pay rent and for my alcohol addiction, which was absolutely phenomenal because even three jobs couldn't really do that. And I wasn't even paying full rent. <laughs> and I... Literally had to move home, so honestly, it's a learning experience. Obviously, it's a lot of money to be an alcoholic. Highly do not recommend if you're looking to save money and you're looking to be independent. Drinking definitely takes away a lot of the income that you're making, or whatever money you do have saved, or in your bank account, whatever. So, that's something that I really battled with, especially moving home, trying to battle my alcohol addiction or um, tolerance. I really felt the urge to drink whenever things got tough. Even now, it's been almost half a year since I've had anything to drink, but I literally still have the feeling of oh I need to drink if something bad happens or something goes wrong I'm like I have to drink I have to drink this will be the only way that I'll forget about what's going on or all of the problems that I'm dealing with will disappear if I'm having a fight with someone then drinking will make it all better because then I can just not exist in my life and that's really hard because I know a lot of people, normal people would want to talk about these situations and like figure out their problems but instead I just like to run away from all my issues and I would drink. So that's kind of how the first half of my year went. I guess this is turning into like a recap podcast. Maybe I should do a recap podcast though like next week or something. Maybe I'll do that. So this is just going to be how I'm doing. (laughs) Basically, how I'm doing is I want to (laughs) drink. That's how I'm doing. Um, Yeah, it's really hard because I finished my uh, eating disorder program about uh, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. And I wasn't allowed to drink while I was in the program. It was five months long. It was just a very eye-opening and just a very, I don't know, discovery, like personal discovery program, which is awesome. But then I wasn't allowed to drink, which was hard. And now that I'm done, it's kind of like, okay, I don't really have any reason not to drink anymore. But then on the other hand, it's like, okay, if I start drinking, even if I have like a glass of wine with dinner, that is not going to stop me say next week when my friends are getting drunk and I'm like yeah buddy let's go and drinks a whole handle of freaking Sousa tequila um that was also my go-to freaking love that stuff but (laughs) I feel like even if I do it in a small dose to begin with I'm just gonna get like hooked back on it and I'm going to want to drink it every single day because you build up the tolerance again and you just enjoy the taste of it and that's exactly how I felt back a year ago so I think I'm just going to decide to quit drinking probably forever it's going to be difficult and dealing with social situations especially being in your 20s is very difficult because the legal drinking age here in Ontario is 19 you can start drinking when you're your first year out of high school basically and all of your friends drink literally everyone in their 20s drinks it seems like I know not everyone but it seems like it So it can be very challenging, especially in social situations where I will feel very left out or very alone when it comes to reacting to things, because obviously everything's more funny when you're hammered and when you're sober, it's not so much. So a lot of the times being in social situations, I will feel like no one understands me or like no one's actually making sense or like things aren't really funny but to everyone else it is funny because they're drinking so that's been like something that's really challenging for me especially the past um, few weeks as well because knowing that I could take a drink um, or I could get absolutely hammered as well uh, just to fit in and stuff it is possible it's not like I, I have to not drink anymore because of this program but it's also like okay sure I can drink but also I could drink when I was in the program I would just get kicked out so it's kind of like you know, I just have to treat the rest of my life as if I'm in this program. I'm always going to suffer from my eating disorder. I'm always going to have symptoms. I'm always going to have some sort of memory or some sort of recollection of what I was feeling when things were really bad. And I do know that in the past probably like six, seven months, I literally have only had like two or three symptoms ever, which is really incredible. And it's kind of odd to think because I remember literally throwing up every single time I would eat, not wanting to eat. If I was thinking negative about my body, I wouldn't eat for a week or I wouldn't eat for three days, and then I would be so weak. I literally wouldn't be able to get out of bed because I'd be passing out lightheaded, all that kind of stuff. And it's honestly so scary to think that I put my body into that stress, like into those issues, and I didn't really care about what the consequences were. I remember thinking in my head, I'm like, I don't have an eating disorder. All of those, you know, talks that you have in health class in Elementary school or beginning of high school, like that's not me. I don't have an eating disorder. I'm not like shoving my fingers down my throat in the school bathroom and like throwing everything up. But it's also like I was doing it subconsciously, like everything in my mind was, you know, playing out and making my brain do it for me. So I didn't necessarily have to go shove my fingers down my throat, but also. Um, you know, like my brain was just doing it for me. I I didn't even need to think about it. And coming to the realization that all of this happened and I didn't even know what was going on in my life for a year, year and a half, two years, it's kind of crazy. And thinking that, you know, I could have done something to prevent all of this from happening, kind of makes me a little bit sad and you know makes me think like oh maybe I could still be drinking in this time like I I still could be drinking if I decided to take my drinking problems when I was in high school and deal with them manage them you know figure out why I was drinking like what I was running from what I was drinking my emotions like why I was drinking my emotions so it definitely does make me upset knowing that i probably could have done something to prevent all of this from happening but I do have to say that in the past two months I've really just come to terms with the fact that everything happens for a reason and even if it's a bad thing you literally have to think about it as it happened for a reason you have learned something from this situation you have obviously like grown and made some sort of discovery about yourself and about everything around you the planet the earth the way everything works everything happens for a reason so I just have to keep reminding myself about that even when there's hard days and I want to get absolutely sauced and passed out on some random person's front lawn um you know I I think that you learn from that and obviously from those experiences i've learned that like it's not safe to do that because you never know what could happen to you like someone could literally pick you up in a van and you're gonzo like you're kidnapped and you know next thing you know you're being buried in a pig farm just low-key um doing the vancouver i think he's like called the no pig killer pig farm killer the guy from I think it was Vancouver or Al- Alberta who decided to like kill all the ladies and like put them in his pig lot um so I'm low-key shading him right now but whatever <laughs> anyways yeah I think you know it took me a long time to realize that all of these things were happening for a reason and just really coming to terms with you know the way my life now is helping me and is positive you know even if it's hard it it is a lesson to me i am learning from it and um yeah, I just always have to look on the the positive side of it. But I think going back into the whole eating disorder side of it, I really want to, I guess just touch on everything that was happening to me and like ways you can help people with eating disorders. I know I haven't really talked about it too much. I did do a few videos on my YouTube channel like a series of, you know, me kind of recovering from my eating disorder and you know, just my journey and my path with everything and I felt like I didn't really go too much into depth and like too much into detail about all of the things that happened to me and just like my steps to recovery so I thought I would kind of like go over that today because I made a post on my Instagram story basically saying that I had finally like come to terms with my oh my gosh there's like a hair sticking out of this microphone okay I think I got it um (laughs) I had finally come to terms with the way my body looks and just knowing that, you know, at 11.30, you may be looking like a snatch queen, literally six pack, blah, 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 whatever, like you be getting all those mans and stuff and literally 30 seconds later, if you exhale, you're going to have six rolls and, you know, you have a double chin, whatever, whatever the case is, right? there's always going to be those imperfections on your body that you're never going to be able to get rid of because that's the way that your body is made. And especially as a female, I know it can be hard because we have a uterus and there's like a bunch of extra coverage over our uterus to protect us from having um, or protect us when we have children, like carry children. And that's literally like, you can't even do anything about that. Like, you can't get rid of that. And it's just very hard to know that, like, you can't do anything about it. And you just h- kind of have to live with it and accept it. And accepting is probably the hardest part. Sure, I can say, like, yeah, like, I know it's there, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's great. I do know what it's there for. But it's accepting the fact that I'm going to have to live with that forever. And every other female is going to have to live with that forever their entire life so it's just a matter of saying like look out of everyone in the entire planet half of the population which is female half like have to deal with this they have to see this you know extra fat or like this extra protection covering their uterus on Like the lower part of their stomach. So it's just coming to that realization that's really, really hard and it's radical acceptance. I learned a lot of radical acceptance in my program. It's basically just coming to terms with everything in your life and saying, you know what, like this is literally the way it is and you just kind of have to deal with it and honestly accept it, move on, move on with your life. There's going to be worse things, there's going to be more positive things. Like you just got to move on, basically. Just know it's there, accept it draw a smiley face on your stomach. So you're always smiling when you look down at your body. And um, yeah, I think that's something that I came to terms with this week. Actually, I was just kind of like thinking about myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm so happy with the way I look because I treat my body right. I tell myself this positive affirmation. I give my body the right nutrients. I am healthy. I am safe. I am like a living human being. I'm not dead, which means I'm alive and I am like a miracle. I am literally a miracle, walking miracle, because I have a body that functions, that breathes, my heart beats. Um, you know, I'm I'm literally alive and that is something that is so freaking amazing and I have to be so proud of my body to allow myself to breathe every single day take in breaths of fresh air every couple seconds you know that is something that you really have to applaud yourself for and recognize and it can be very hard to just get distracted by all of those thoughts of you know I don't look like a Victoria's Secret model I don't look like Kim Kardashian and just focus on all of those negatives because you don't recognize those major functions that your body does every single day and you can just get so wrapped up in the media and what everyone's telling you you should look like what you need to look like to be beautiful or to be considered beautiful you need to just know that and I know everyone says like oh my god you're beautiful just the way you are and it's like yeah okay whatever it's easier said than done but know that like You are so freaking amazing that you can breathe every day. You can have your heartbeat every day, all day long. You are living, you are alive. You are able to breathe in the fresh air that the trees produce. Like it is such a magical and such a honorable feeling to be able to live and just knowing that your body is doing everything in its power to make sure you live and you breathe. So that's something that I kind of just came to terms with and like realized this week. And it has taken me so freaking long to come to that realization. And for a lot of people, it it will never come to them. They're always gonna be stuck in that mind space where it's like, I don't look like, you know, a Victoria's Secret model I don't look like Kim Kardashian but you know it's just training your brain to think about the radical acceptance that you have to take in your life to just be happy with everything that you have and I also think that writing down a gratitude list every single morning is really important as well I started doing that and honestly I want to tell you like as cheesy as it sounds and as like I don't know as fake as it sounds writing a gratitude list every single day honestly changed my life like i'm not even joking i literally am so much more grateful for all the tiny things in my life now and i have come to terms with like accepting myself and my body whereas before when i wasn't doing a gratitude list i literally would be like i hate this i hate my life like literally want to die whatever it was right like I have just been so much more thankful for my life than I did a year ago when I wasn't writing down things I was grateful for each day so that's something kind of like a little activity that you can work on if you're trying to improve your self-confidence and just trying to accept yourself honestly um, and then another thing is is really just focusing on your affirmations and I know this sounds very cheesy and like I know especially for my mom it's hard because she's a very realistic type of person she's like okay but you know affirmations are just gloating about yourself and it's like okay I'm not telling other people like I look amazing today and I look So freaking hot. I'm telling it to myself because I know that's what I am to myself. And if other people don't want to believe that or if other people don't think that, that's fine. That's up to them. They can perceive me however they want. It's what I think of myself. And that was always the hardest part with my eating disorder was it was never what other people think of me it's always what i thought of myself it was never comparing myself to you know the next girl on instagram it was like i look like this and i hate it So what can I do to fix it? And that's such a bad mindset to be living in because, and I mean, it's also a bad mindset to be living in the fact that like you wanna compare yourself to others, but it's like, you just have to be happy with what you have and be grateful for what you have and telling yourself that you are beautiful. You look amazing today. You are incredibly smart. You are deserving of the love that you get. Any affirmations you need to tell yourself because, It just really, I I don't even know how to describe it, but it just makes you so much more grateful for everything and you just you really do appreciate yourself a lot more when you tell yourself those things. It's like treat yourself right before you treat someone else else right. If you're in a relationship and you're not treating yourself right, if you're not having self-care days, and self-care days I mean by like not just like having a bubble bath and doing a face mask. Self-care days, literally cooking something that you like, going on a walk, doing something on your own, or if it's going to your family, if you really like spending time with your family, Maybe a self-care day is you go see your family. You are playing with your parents' dog or you're going to see your cousins, your nieces, your nephews, whoever. It's something that makes you feel good. And some people I know going through a very dark time i knew i know that for me especially a year ago i was like literally nothing makes me happy so what the hell are you talking about like what can i do for a self-care day because nothing makes me happy it's really diving deep into your brain and thinking <clears throat> what makes me smile when i think about it is it going on holiday well maybe you know what you can do a mini holiday do make a holiday out of your bedroom like I don't know, put on some low how music and wear a coconut bra and a grass skirt and turn your lights on bright, open up your blinds and pretend you're on the beach of Hawaii. Whatever it is, literally trying to do things that make you happy and put a smile on your face, that is self-care. It doesn't have to be sitting in a bathtub with a $15 lush, I would say lush bath, oh my God, lush, lush a lush bath bomb um it doesn't have to be that it can be something that just makes you happy i know a lot of the times for me when i was going through all of my really really dark times it was journaling drawing pictures in my journal and i know i'm like a horrible drawer like i am there i've definitely seen better artists in this world um and i would just be like you know what i want to go to michael's pick out a set of markers And draw for the day. And that's literally what I did. That was my self care. That is what I did to make myself happy and get out of those, you know, dark feelings that I had instead of resorting to alcohol. Um, You know, a lot of people resort to drugs, alcohol. eating disorder even that's even something that you can get addicted to it's something that you do to escape yourself from reality it's whenever I threw up I'd be like yes I'm I'm gonna be like a skinny bitch like that that was my escape from the reality that I was living in and I don't know just knowing that you have another activity or another tool to use to give yourself self-care is so nice to know but then going back to the fact that like you need to be good to yourself first before you are good to someone else in a relationship that is so key that is so important you need to know how to take care of yourself how to make sure you're not in a dark space to be involved with someone else i know especially for andre and i it was so difficult for us for the first year that i moved back here because i was so focused on just trying to treat myself right trying to help myself and i put our relationship definitely on the back burner for so long because i'm like i just need to be good with myself and obviously i'm not going to go break up with him because i want to focus on myself Obviously, that works for some people. But for us, you know, like we were trying to work through everything. And I'm like, I just need to focus on me before our relationship. And, you know, maybe it was before I called him every night, I would literally have my shower, do my skincare, um, just make sure I was in my comfy pajamas. And snuggle into bed with my heating pad before I started working on someone else and trying to make someone else happy and trying to give that person positive affirmations. It was focusing on me First, and a lot of times people forget that, especially when they're in a relationship and not even like a romantic relationship, even with like a family relationship, you know, your parents. If you're not okay, your relationship with your parents is going to be horrible. And I can literally speak on that fact so, um, personally, because I knew when I was in high school, I had a horrible relationship with my mom because I was not okay with myself. I wasn't happy with who I was. I wasn't happy with what I was doing. I was just getting drunk every night. You know, it, it was not something that I could handle on my, I could even handle and then having a relationship with my mom on top of that was just too much let alone a relationship with my siblings so I think knowing now that like I can handle myself like I've got myself under control I know what works for me I can work on those other relationships a lot more and that really is I don't know just a lot more refreshing and it brings a lot more light into the relationships that you're that you're dealing with. So I think that's like something that I've really learned especially over the past couple months and you know being in my program we had to sit down and eat meals with everyone and like hearing about everyone else's experience, everyone else's problems and you're like, "Dang, my issues literally seem like nothing compared to so many people in this world." And you might think that you literally have the worst life set out for you. But then you hear someone else's story and you're like, holy crap like my life is nothing compared to what you've gone through and I think a lot of the times I would put pity on myself I would tell myself I'm like I come from a broken family I have dealt with so many mental health issues for as long as I can remember I have dealt with so many physical issues for as long as I can remember and then you know having an eating disorder and having an alcohol addiction and going to school dropping out you know have people name call me bully me all of those things i would throw this pity party for myself and then it's so hard for you to get over yourself and learn from your experiences because you're like i literally have the worst life possible and then you hear someone else's life and you're like wow okay my problems seem like nothing compared to yours and if they are still living, if they're still breathing, if they're still waking up every morning to go to work or to just live, I can do the same thing. I don't need a perfect life. I don't need, you know, nothing to happen in my life for me to get up in the morning. It's it's just so important to think about, you know, I am nothing compared to you obviously you are something you are something but your your issues are nothing compared to this world of issues there are so many problems so many people have it worse off than you you have to be so incredibly grateful for every little thing you have and that just kind of goes full circle right back to writing your gratitude list you have to be so grateful for everything that you have in your life do you have a pair of socks on right now i'm grateful For having my socks on? Do you have, you know, a sweater on, a shirt on, pants on? Do you have food in your fridge? Do you have a fridge? Do you have a place where you can stay? Do you have a roof over your head? Not even a roof. Do you have just somewhere where you can sit alone? Yes. And you need to be so incredibly grateful for that. Even if you're not living in a house by yourself or if you're not living in an apartment by yourself, if you can go out, sit down on a street somewhere or sit down on a park bench and just sit there and be like, I am alive. I am here. Be grateful for that. Obviously, you're listening to that. This podcast Um So be grateful that you have the ability to listen, not only just listen to this like on YouTube or, um, you know, like you're listening to this with internet, you have the ability to hear, your ears are working, or even if you don't have ears, you have a... Like hearing uh, impairment, you can see. If you can't see, you can touch. If you can't touch, then like there are just so many things that you can be grateful for in this life that we have been offered with and we have been given as a gift. You know, it's just so amazing. And if you literally can't think about anything that you're grateful for, be grateful for the fact that I care for you and I'm literally always here for anyone and everyone um, you know like if you ever have some sort of issue that you can't deal with like message me send me send me a message send me a DM oh my gosh a DM I'm trying to be sentimental and I can't even talk send me a DM and we'll talk about it I'm here like I want to be available for people who don't think that they have anyone in their life who can't be grateful for anything they can't think of anything that they can be grateful for I am here um, because I was once in that situation where I thought I literally had nothing and obviously I, I had stuff but it's so hard to think about all those things that you should be grateful for and can be grateful for when you're in such a bad mind space but um, just know that I'm here and there's hundreds of other people that would be more than grateful to just hear your voice and know and tell you that you know you are literally alive and you're here and it's just I don't know it's just like this this moment where I came to and I'm like wow like this kind of awesome feeling to know that I'm breathing. And I know I keep saying that and I'm probably getting very like repetitious and boring, but it's, I don't know, it's just, it's just this whole like realization that I've had. But um, yeah, so I think that that's probably like the biggest change I've had in the past couple months. And just I guess another life update oh my god you'd think I'd be able to talk having a podcast doing YouTube but no um I guess another life update would be I am almost done my first course uh, with the University of Calgary which is freaking insane I can't even mother forking believe that I took a university course after dropping out of college I literally was like turning around yeah I'm gonna do a university course because why not and I just want to say that I'm so incredibly proud of myself I decided to take a marketing course and I will probably be doing a few others in January in the new year um, but I'm just so excited to be almost done my very first course and And I'm just really looking forward to what everything 2021 has to offer and just like being really positive about what this year has taught me. And even though it was a really crappy year, it has taught me so much how to be patient and how to just deal with it, live with life, because life's going to throw you curveballs. It's going to be shit. You're going to be, you know, thrown so many horrible things and you just kind of have to deal with it and you got to learn to move on and I'm just so thankful that we had this whole year honestly and it has taught me so many things so just really being thankful for the past year that I've had and going into the next year being really excited and ready to see what the year has to offer but um, that's kind of I guess all of the things that have been going on in my life like I don't think there's really anything else i mean my youtube channel has grown so much this year i know i literally have 250 subscribers but think about it like 250 people that is a heck of a lot of people that watch my stuff have subscribed to my page watch my content listen to me listen to me talk i've just grown so much in that sense in the past year it's kind of crazy because i started my youtube channel at the end of January 2020 so I've been on YouTube for honestly not even a year yet and I have 250 people who sit and listen to me blab my mouth off or vlog my daily life so I just wanted to say thank you for everyone who's supporting me on this journey and I can't wait for the next year of my YouTube and like my podcast, my Instagram, just really growing my social media and being able to be a support system on the internet share my story that I've dealt with, share everything that I've been through and offer some sort of support to people who've been through similar situations or not even similar situations, just people who have been through it. And I just want to be here to, you know, tell people that they're not alone, which is really awesome to, I guess, kind of have that connection with people. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really happy about this year and um, you know obviously there's been hard times but I just kind of have to look at it like this was only one year of my entire life like I am gonna have so many more and I've already had so many years of my life and um, it's literally just a snippet in in my storyline so um, yeah I just I'm just so I'm just so grateful like this is just a whole full circle moment podcast. You know just being grateful for everything that you have and um, yeah I just I'm just really I'm just really proud of myself and I'm really proud of everyone how much they've grown as well but I think that's kind of it for my update podcast episode I don't think I've really done anything else I mean like my Arbon business is going well I've been really working hard on that I've been drinking my fizz sticks every single day and I actually started having protein shakes which was a huge step for me because I was very nervous of protein powder because I always thought it would make me gain weight and knowing now that like you can eat and you won't gain 50 pounds from one thing um, that has really changed you know everything that I'm eating and I'm really trying to expand my horizons or expand my palate with everything that I'm tasting so yeah it's just really exciting that I'm you know really working hard with my business and just trying things trying new things it's really um you know being really an amazing experience quite honestly with everything and like meeting new people and trying new things and stuff so um yeah but I think that's probably it for today's podcast episode it's been about 40 minutes which is kind of crazy because I like to think that I couldn't sit and talk for 40 minutes on my own but clearly I can just sit and I will blab for 40 god dang minutes but um yeah here we are Thank you so much for sticking around you guys this year, especially um, 2020. It's been a hard year, but also thank you for just being here and being an awesome support system to me and um, I can't wait for next year, but um, I hope that you guys really enjoyed this podcast episode I hope you're enjoying vlogmas I can't wait to give you so much more content in the next week or two until vlogmas is over but make sure you guys stick around subscribe turn on the post notifications like this episode if you did or if you didn't still give it a like because boost my ego and I will see you guys in my next episode or video hi <laughs> <Bye. the one laughs>